Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Oh, he is an oos, an honorary oos in the bloodline. <laughs> Wearing his own special shirt, saving Roman from hurting the bloodline. He's Jimmy Uso's best mate. Jay thinks he's a state in the bloodline. The best thing in wrestling. He's the f***ing king of the bloodline. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Phil Chambers and Andy Murray from What Culture. Very, very pleased with And before we begin one. this podcast, we do have to extend a huge congratulations <laughs> yes. to Adam Wilborn for that song. Thank it you very really much. Good. Uh, yeah, it's a, a day of, of big news. Um, <laughs> as I said, they're joined by Andy Murray and Phil Chambers. Uh, in, all ca- in case you haven't noticed, it's been one of those days in the What Culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a very silly day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has been zero days since our last fiending. <laughs> yeah, the fiend has had a way with us this afternoon, hasn't he? Gee whiz. His little face just popped out of the mat. Oh. And it's not long till he comes back. We'll talk about that in yeah, a second. Boys. We're here to talk about all the goings on in wrestling this week, of course. Uh, before we get into it, though, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We'll review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, oh, for now. AW Dynamite, <laughs> AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. Uh, but it feels like I have to start there, considering the song, Phil. Sami Zayn <laughs> is an honorary oos, and all is right in the world. He finally did it. He's been accepted by his big daddy, Roman. <laughs> he's in the family. His handshake with Jay this week on SmackDown was one of the best he's done yet. They're so fast at it now. It's like, whip, whip, whip. It's <laughs> They've been amazing. practicing that, haven't they? So good. Uh, everything about this I love Jay's so, face. so much. Oh, for f- Jay's face. <laughs> Solo Sokoa buddying up to him. Uh, Jay's the handshakes and stuff. Finally being accepted and hugged by Roman. This is, it's absolutely fantastic. Like how, like the bloodline were struggling for a bit, let's say, in terms of storylines and things. They were going down and then all you had to do, who knew? All you have to do is put Sami Zayn in there and it fixes absolutely everything. <laughs> I love it so much. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not bad. <laughs> it's the best thing in wrestling right yeah. now, in my opinion. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, I did like the bit later on in, on SmackDown where Ricochet and Madcap Moss, quite rightly, were going, 
got your head really far up Roman's arse now. And then Solo just trucked both of them. And Sami Zayn is like, oh, yeah, I was just about to do that. Thanks, Solo. <laughs> uh, yeah, his, Jimmy's his mate, and they've got a special handshake. And, and Jay... Jay's pissed off. Oh, Jay's... Fa- he's become a meme. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's just wonderful. And I was talking about this with, on the SmackDown preview with, with Hamlet. The beauty of this is when you're into something, whether it's a company or a show or a specific storyline, you just you start fantasy booking things about, yeah. like, you know, they're in action tonight. And I was like, what if they win all their matches and the Usos are suddenly like, are they the number one contenders as tag teams, you know, go sort of thing now? Or, you know, Solo wrecks everyone that they come into contact with, except when it comes to Kevin Owens and mm. then Sammy's a bit all conflicted and stuff. But I thought the way that they plotted that, Andy, last Friday was majestic yeah it was really really great um and the beauty of this whole thing is that now you can actually fantasy book stuff yes. without feeling like a fud yeah because if the, the the crazy demented uh man who used to write these shows was still at the helm you often felt like a moron for investing in stuff and fantasy booking because the version in your head was always better than the version on tv well always is harsh but you know yes. most of the time so now you actually have hope that it's going to be good and it's going to pan out the way you want it and there's lots of interesting things they can do um i literally talked myself into the idea that Sami Zayn should just beat roman reigns after this <laughs> i was like sod it why the hell not it's the only logical ending damn it why not me and sidgwick went out on saturday night and he was like well they're not gonna like yeah they're probably not gonna find this like hot young baby face star to elevate or whatever why not but the the more compelling uh conclusion is probably that Sami Zayn like gets crushed by Roman oh. in some way and then you can do the thing with him and Kevin coming for the tag titles and all that so many interesting people involved the performances are great it's turned the bloodline into like tweeners now because yeah. they're so good at everything you kind of have to cheer for them it's like just the reaction that roman got on smackdown where he just comes out and does the acknowledge me thing it's like that reaction is huge now mm-hmm. it's absolutely insane it's just bonkers like you say i think you look back now and you go yeah there was some weird times for the bloodline you know some people liked it some people definitely didn't <laughs> roman narrating his matches basically and the, the the whole oh Jey Uso and the, the the what was it called the right hand man or whatever and then yeah. it's like what's going to happen when Jimmy oh they're just all going to be yeah, yeah. Friends, it's fine okay well I guess that's just given <laughs> up now and the two Usos were nicknamed right hand man and ain't no bitch <laughs> <laughs> well that was the same guy wasn't it whoops <laughs> <laughs> but now yeah everything's better when you had Sami Zayn who knew who knew yeah I, I genuinely was the answer <laughs> everyone apart from Vince McMahon of like. Why are you talking, Sammy? Take our <laughs> shirt off, and you're like, no, 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 don't no, do no, this. No, no. And a Roman's Roman's face acting. He may have gone a bit OTT with it back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Now, my word, he's he's transformed. It's figured out. Yeah. And uh, well, uh, elsewhere, we should talk more about the flipping fiend. Considering hey. how much we've talked about him in the office today. Um, reports today, Andy, <laughs> uh, that. Well, Bray Wyatt, at the bare minimum. Versus the bloodline at War Games. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reports I heard. The fiend in the, fiend in the cage, <laughs> waiting for his turn. Uh, the, the Bray will be making his triumphant return as, I, I, I don't know, as the White Rabbit sounds weird. That makes me think of him as Adam Rose's bunny, yeah. but as never part of this know. whole, this whole never white, say never. white Rabbit tease that he will be showing up there. Uh, Extreme Rules are taking shape, isn't it? Uh, yeah, this is what people believe in WWE, that the reveal's going to come whether he's there in person or not. 
uh, and it's going to be The Fiend <laughs> or Bray Wyatt or whatever. Maybe he's got some wacky new character up his sleeve. I, I can't wait to see yeah. what comes from this man's uh, very interesting mind. Yeah, I mean, the White Rabbit thing has been an objective success. Look at last week's mm-hmm. SmackDown number. You yep. can't look at that and tell me that this wasn't down. Well, I mean, intrigue surrounding the bloodline, but more importantly, intrigue surrounding The Flippin' Fiend. Because when did the audience peak? It was during Braun Strowman versus Otis, which, as Phil pointed out, started at 9.23. But that was the thing with the code and the thing and the video and the thing. So, yeah, like they know exactly what they were doing. Loads of people tuned in to see if he was going to show up. A huge number, a huge number. And it's down to the flipping fiend (laughs) quality. Um, Yeah, this this is an experimental form of storytelling. It's, hey... You have to, we're not going to sham this down your throat. You've got to go and scan your phone and go and look at this video. And like, obviously the pieces aren't that hard to put together, right? It's things like who ruined the world and all this. And like, you kind of, if you've paid attention to WWE over the past few years, you kind of know where it's going. Um, But it's still good because it's that kind of marketing where you kind of know what's going to happen, but that's going to compel more people to tune in. So you get the balance of technically a surprise because they're not going to go, Bray Wyatt will be an extreme rules. At the same time, you get the sort of pseudo surprise and people tuning in, tuning in to, to see it happen. It's a really good mix. It's uh, leading the fans to do stuff on their own instead of spoon feeding them. And I hope they do more of this. And I'm sure they will because the numbers have been great. It's yeah. only taken them this long to figure out that you don't have to... S- I don't know why I always come back to it. X plus one, two, nine. What could be the code? Why two what? Crack that one, boys. It's great as well because it is like a surprise within a surprise because it's like pretty obvious it's going to be Bray Wyatt. But it's like what version of Bray Wyatt? Like there's mm. so many different iterations of Bray that it could be. There's exactly. like different teasers about different characters. Is it going to be Bray as a new character, as an old character? Who's he going to be going up against? Like it's got people intrigued and talking about it, even though they know the person's coming back. It's just, it's all the questions about, well, what they're going to do with it. Yes. And in theory, that should relate to week on week ratings as well. Cause he'll come back as whatever version he is. And then that'll probably ask more questions about what it's going to be going forwards and keep the intrigue rolling as it goes along. So it's, it's that worked absolute wonders. Uh, we discussed it a little bit more in our, what needs to happen at extreme rules podcast, which I believe is coming out this weekend. Uh, and we pitched obviously him turning up in the drew McIntyre match with carrying cross as well, obviously, cause that's more clues in the, yeah. um, yeah, and then and the, the the card is is really looking just just bloody loads of stipulation matches. The strap match, the strap <laughs> match between extreme. Drew and Carrion was confirmed on Friday. Uh, this week we found out we're going <laughs> to Carrion snuck up on him and still got beaten. Up. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a good old fashioned Donnybrook six hey. man yeah. between Imperium uh, and the Brawling Brutes. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it wasn't announced when we recorded our What Needs to Happen Extreme Rules podcast, so we won't be talking about that on Sunday. Um, <laughs> but uh, we also, Phil, this week got two returns on Raw. Ooh. Which one do you want to talk about first? Which one do you think I want to talk about first? Edge it is. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I immediately thought of you when Candice LeRae finally yeah, returned to WWE TV. Uh, is that a debut on Raw? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it would have been. So been confused. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, when they were like, ah, we're going to steal some people from NXT. Uh no, Vince is bored with them now. Put them toys back in NXT. <laughs> I never know which one was which. But yeah, yep. Candice LeRae, finally on the main roster. Way overdue, obviously. And uh, yeah, it takes women a while to come back to wrestling after giving birth, guys. Obviously. Uh, but 
Uh, she looks just ready-made for, for that roster, doesn't she? Yeah, she looks absolutely great. Uh, she can go. She's a great addition to any roster. She's, like, it was kind of a no-brainer as soon as Johnny Gargano came back that that was where she was going to mm-hmm. end up. Like, they're not going to disappear off to a different company. They've got a kid together. They're going to want to be together as yeah. much as possible, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's absolutely great stuff that she's back. It was a birthday yesterday as well. Was it? So, Happy a nice birthday, birthday week Happy for birthday, us. Candace. Happy birthday to Candice LeRae. Uh, and I'm just really excited to see what they do. Like, I wouldn't have, again, it's like Johnny Gargano. I never would have been as excited about Johnny Gargano in on WWE Raw under Vince, like, ever. Like, look at what happened the last time. He's like, ooh, I've got this new toy, and then, ah, oh, forgot about it, just like you were saying about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, now with Triple H, and obviously Triple H is a big Candice LeRae fan. You can tell by how he booked her in uh, NXT and the kind of things she got to do through that and she's just got a massive upside and I'm very intrigued as to see where she fits in with the rest of the roster now. Yeah, I'm not going to give a give WWE a, a straight pass when it comes to women's division. It, it, it still needs work in terms of booking. In terms of talent, doesn't need any, any yeah. more work. Uh, obviously, they're just stacked and any uh, opportunity to just Pull names out of a hat. You versus you. Oh, that'll be mint. Bailey versus Candice. Or I think we're getting Dakota versus Candice actually next week on Raw. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can bear that to how they're booking AEW's women's division. And we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> and uh, everything looks rosy in comparison. But fingers crossed for, for Candice that, as, as Phil said, they realize now what they've got on their hands. Yeah. Because it always felt like... I mean, I don't know whether or not you think she should ever hold a world title, just in terms of, you know, people see that as an achievement, but as long as she's booked well and recognized for the talent that she has, the titles are sometimes not necessarily that important to a person. What, what do you think, think about it all? Yeah, I mean, it's it's absurd that she's been wrestling for 20 years and she's only now going to be a regular on like a yep. major TV show. It's kind of wild to think about. It's kind of wild to think about that they had Io Shirai in developmental, developmental for five <laughs> years. But the, sa- the same standard goes for Candice, as if these people needed to learn how to wrestle better. It's it's wild. Um, but hey, that's, that doesn't matter anymore. Um, she She's a mainstream, right? Ma- major league wrestler is what yes, I'm trying to yeah, say, yeah, and she yeah. belongs on this show. Uh, I don't think she ever needs to become women's champion. Uh, as great as she is, she's kind of like that diehard baby face. Kind of often the story about chasing is more compelling than the actual reign with characters like that. And if she does get to the top, it only needs to be for like a month or whatever. Transitional champion between two heels or whatever. So she's really versatile. There's so much she can do. They're probably going to do war games, right? With damage control, her her Alexa, Asuka, and Bianca, which sounds really awesome. Um, And she always does well in those matches. Her and Rhea that year in the greatest WWE war games match ever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know know that's like a history of like four years, but that was the best one, I think. Uh, so yeah, it's it's great. Um, as soon as Johnny came back, I, I, Candice was a yeah. given. And this is the best place for both of them, I think, because um, not that Johnny Gargano or Candice LeRae would struggle in another company. Of course they wouldn't, but Triple H clearly loves them and he's going to look after them and he respects them and he's going to book them well and they're going to have a great time across the board and we will all be quite happy because that's another 15, 20 minutes of Raw that's good every week. <laughs> mm, I also so. don't think we've seen the like best of Candice LeRae in WWE yet. Like, she had moments in NXT, absolutely. But again, like kind of got caught up in the sort of Johnny Gargano heel thing. Yeah. And that, like, towards the end, it definitely got a lot better. Um, but, like, I don't think we've seen the best of it. Like, yeah. like, exactly like Johnny Gargano, she is at her best when she's the white meat baby face kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. And if you go back and look at all of her, like, PWG run, like, before she moved to NXT and everything, there's some incredible stuff in there. She is absolutely brilliant. Just don't mention her uh, tag team partner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ignore all the bar <laughs> wrestling things. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, so there's some really great stuff in a back catalogue, and I think, yeah, there's, the best is still to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and not the only uh, return, of course, on, on Raw this week. And the Edge is back. He's having an I-quit match with Finn Balor uh, on uh, Extreme Rules next weekend. Yeah, uh, uh, With both, actually, to be fair, with both the whole Candice storyline and the Edge storyline, I think they did really well in, in keeping that quiet because I think we all assumed, right, that's Edge till at least Survivor Series. And I didn't hear anything about Candice either. Yeah, yeah, he does He does these, doesn't he? Edge, he loves an injury injury right off comeback angle he's loved that since he came back the yeah. bless him um yeah they, they did a really good job of keeping both of these under wraps i guess we all knew that candace was a ticking clock as soon as gargano came back but it was like hold on she gave birth in february yes. like this is far too early how has she managed to come back in seven months fair play to her that's incredible work um I, and it's the kind of window that if someone had fantasy booked she'll be back on the last row in september you'd have laughed at them because yeah. it'd be absurd um so Testament to her work uh, to get back physically and, and the company for keeping it under wraps. And Edge as well, Canada, like Edge is a giant pop wherever you go, the music hits and people lose their minds. That's how it works. Um, it, it makes you wonder why they did the heel run. It was kind of like, this This guy is guaranteed instant jolt of energy. Whatever you think of like how melodramatic he can be, and he can be for sure, the mountain of omnipotence with the yep. purple lighting in the intense face. It's not for everyone. It's not for me, for example, but I appreciate what it means to a lot of people. And uh, yeah, it's a money pop. I'm sure him and Finn will be really good. Uh, intense wrestling from serious Whoa. men. And Dominic Mysterio will uh, probably win. <laughs> He's a real winner every He is, man. But I, I really like this, and uh, you can just tell, me and Andy were talking about this on the news this morning, Phil, Finn's having a great time being a heel. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like they're finally figuring out what Judgment Day is, which they probably should have figured out before they even debuted. Good point, Just yeah. to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> but like they're finally clicking. And I think Rhea's had a lot to do with that. And especially her relationship with Dom has had a lot to do with that. It's been absolutely fantastic. Mammy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you need to stop that, man. <laughs> Mummy! Mummy! Get off an ice cream! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Edge and Finn, like we, we spoke about ever since Edge came back at the Rumble, like it should have been just the greatest hits of Edge yeah. going through yeah. all of the big matches that he didn't either didn't get a chance to do because he was out or has never done in the past. Like all of the th like dream matches that we've been wanting, that's what his run should have been from the very, very beginning. And it seems like we're finally getting back to that. And Edge versus Finn is 100% one of those matches. It's a bit like one of those things, isn't it, where he came back and they went, cool, guess that's you back forever. And then he did that promo a while back where he's like, ah, next time I'm back in this city or whatever, it could be my last time ever. And they went, yeah. wait, what? Uh, okay, <laughs> who's your right? Finn, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll try now, probably. Let's get through while. Yeah. Um, speaking of comebacks, hey. Phil, um, me and Andy have made light of this somewhat on the news earlier on this week. But Sasha Banks isn't Sasha Banks anymore and certainly isn't Sasha Banks WWE. She's Mercedes... Vernado? Vernado. Will she ever come back or is this... Are we reading too much into someone slightly changing their Twitter? I think you're probably reading into someone's yeah. 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 Uh, it's... Sasha Banks feels like she just loves wrestling too much to let it go. Yeah. And, uh, like, obviously, there's time in your life to go off and do other things, uh, like maybe recover from injuries a bit. It's not like she's taken care of her body through her time in wrestling. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> With the kind of bumps that she's been taking. So have a bit of time off, try some other new things, figure out what it is that you want to do in the future. But I, I can't see her stepping away from wrestling forever. No. Whether it is going back to WWE or going back to or going to AEW or whatever she's going to be a big big player wherever she ends up 
And I think she will end up somewhere at some point. Yeah, this is a person who during her last hiatus from hiatus, hiatus <laughs> from the company went over to Japan and just hung out at a bunch of Joshi shows. Like she's a wrestling yeah. nerd, Sasha Banks. She's like high level wrestling it's, dork. Like you say about the Joshi, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if she showed up at Stardom. Exactly. To wrestle like a, a couple of months. Exactly. Like she's fighting Kyrie or something yeah. random, you know, <laughs> or Utami or whoever. Um, so yeah, I think she will get back into wrestling because she's a mark for this stuff. She loves it. Like I think she, Sasha Banks has mainstream celebrity potential someday. Uh, I think she could be a major crossover star within wrestling as well. But she d- clearly loves this business. Yeah. Um, almost broke there. Sorry, boys. <laughs> uh, I, I. It's only a matter of time. I think before she comes back somewhere, she was one of WWE's biggest rating straws before she departed. She will be that again when she returns. She is, uh, as far as like the big returns that Triple H has left to pull off, it's her and Bray Wyatt are the two biggest names that are going to attract the most in- interest. Uh, obviously, Naomi would probably come with Sasha if they came back because they were tag team partners beforehand and they, they left that Raw episode of Raw mm-hmm. together. Um, she's, she's too great not to be involved. She's like, one of the all-time greats, like, yeah. in her lane. I think she's really awesome. And uh, whether it's Sash Banks or Mercedes Vernado somewhere else, good things are going to follow. I would, selfishly, I would love to see her go to Japan and just go nuts mm. in stardom or, or, or ice ribbon or somewhere <laughs> totally random. But uh, we'll see. I'm sure it's going to be great, whatever it is. Yeah, it's one of those where... She's too you, good. I, you know how much I think almost everything's at work. Uh, <laughs> I think this time, the timing of this and the closeness to Extreme Rules and the series, what they called premiere, that's coming up. I I think this is a bit of a red herring, if I'm perfectly honest. I mm. think she's done that, so everyone goes, "Well, she's not coming back to WWE anytime yep. soon." And then for me, I've talked about this on several podcasts. Bianca loses the Raw Women's Championship uh, to Bailey, and then on the Raw afterwards, which I believe is the season premiere. Yep. There's Damage Guitar with all the belts. Damage um, Guitar? <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> and Bianca comes out and goes, all right, you've got the belt, but you didn't pin me, so let's have it again. And they go, well, one of you and the three of us. And it's bastard. It writes itself, doesn't it? It's good. It's another one of those Triple H effect things as well. Like it was a different oh, world yeah. under Vince McMahon, but <laughs> yeah. we all know that Triple H is a big fan of uh, yeah. Sasha, and Sasha has spoken very highly of Triple H in the past as well. Obviously, and the Vince being gone aspect is so yeah. strong here as well because it was a creative disagreement with Vince. Uh, like they were trying to get a meeting on that episode of Raw, and then they got one and it went poorly, and they literally left their belts on Johnny Ace's desk. Yeah. Those old cronies, those old useless toxic dinosaurs, have been consigned to They're the scrap heap now. They are. Out out of here pal <laughs> Vince McMahon was such an anchor for this company creatively and in terms of talent I had some relations is that I think it was an anchor they heard this say, them saying that. yeah <laughs> another, another letter yeah maybe somewhere. yeah decrepit old prick <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to apologise because he paid tens of millions of dollars yeah, to suppress yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to suppress allegations so to hell with him yes uh, finally, but hey, you got to give him it. You got to give it up for him as a promoter. You got, you got to <laughs> give him the credit, don't you, boys? Remember that narrative, Jesus. Sorry, I've gone off on one. You, you bring, you bring Vince McMahon up. I'm going to shoot, brother. Uh, finally, he sucks. Um, <laughs> anyway, what are we seeing? Uh, he's, he's pish. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com wrestling. Wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Finally, Andy, uh, I'm going to ask you a question that no doubt is going to boil a lot of piss. Uh, in fact, boil so much you could probably boil an egg. Um, <laughs> no, Imagine boiling an egg in piss. You ever tried that? That's what the fiend does. Oh, Every morning. Well, I've seen his Twitter. I know he's into that kind of things. Uh, what's going on? In AEW. What's going on, What's guys? going wrong in AEW, maybe, the better question. like, What a week this has been for yeah, uh, discourse on AEW. I saw some people <laughs> saying, oh, I thought this week's Dynamite was, was good, great, fine. And I was like, I don't know if we watched the same show, if I'm perfectly honest. And I get it. Look, the thing is, in the, in, especially in this content, we have a tendency to see one bad thing happen, whether it be WWE, whether it be AEW, whether it be Raw, whether it be Dynamite, whatever it is, and we go, right, that's it, it's the end of the world. <laughs> well, it's... that's exactly what's happened this week. So, yes, I, this is why I'm <laughs> People asking. People have lost their goddamn minds for this. <laughs> like, Dynamite was not good, but also it was in the midst of, of Hurricane Ian, and obviously yeah, our thoughts go out to anyone who's been affected by that first and foremost. Um, but th- then disregarding the, the changes that had to be made... They still had that segment with, and it's not her fault. We talked about this on the news. Not, not all her fault, certainly. Yes, with Soraya. Yes, Soraya, Soraya, <laughs> Sarah. Um, <laughs> the the women's division, the weird stuff on the show with impromptu like, matches, impromptu, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sports entertainment stuff. By the way. What a, what a show. Like, the opening of the Dynamite with, with Jericho and that lot. Oh, what's that? And then Jericho Bandido. Oh, no, he's back. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. the best. <laughs> he's um, still great. There's, there's, there's all the stuff we've, we've been going back and forth with, with the House of Bleg. 
there's there's people talking about this no releases policy. What what's your take on everything going on? I think that this has kind of exposed the problems with discussing things online this week because suddenly the sky is falling in AEW. They've had this one show. Suddenly everything's failing. It's not the company it used to be. It's bad. It's rubbish. It's terrible. It's all this. Last week we had Grand Slam. We had like one of the best <laughs> rampages ever. Yeah. We had a really fun vibe heavy episode of Dynamite as well. It, it, even the episodes of Dynamite leading up to that were very solid as well. And yet we have this one episode that wasn't good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I did not enjoy this. Show <laughs> aside from a couple of things, you know, Bandido and the the women's title match. Yeah, uh, there was some other bits and pieces here I enjoyed as well. Uh, yeah, and suddenly you have one show and the sky is falling and oh my god, look at this! Blah 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 blah. It's just sometimes you need to calm down a little bit. I think <laughs> it, it's been quite like I chose not to engage in this conversation online because it looked exhausting. Everyone was getting so fired up on either side, and I get it. People are passionate about this product, but I think the whole thing's overblown. I think we'll have completely forgotten about this show when they have a solid one next week. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even the worst episode of Dynamite ever. Do you remember the Friday night Dynamite era Oof. when they were pu- putting those shows on on Fridays? Sid mentioned the Dynamite. I'm not sure if it was a Friday night one or not where Britt Baker had like a burger celebration yeah. and, champion, and they went, and here's Vicky Guerrero and uh, Andrade and Mark Henry's there too. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that was a bad yeah. episode. And there was one like headlined by like Malachi Black versus Brock Anderson. And it was like, oh, God. yeah, like that era of shows was worse than last night, yeah. like hands down. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. I think that sometimes uh, the need to, to, to get the hot take out there overcomes us yeah. a little bit. Now, this was not a great show by any stretch, I don't think. I think that the opening segment with the impromptu match was a bit like, okay, I get that Tony didn't know who would be available to him until the last minute, but at the same time, they could have definitely done something a bit different. They could have gone, at the top of the show, they could have just gone, hey, Tony Khan's just booked a Brian Danielson match, yeah. right? Would have been much more affected. The Soraya segment had lots of constructive problems. Saria was obviously very rusty. She said that on Twitter yeah, yeah, herself. Yeah. Fair play. I mean, Brit rhymes with is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Uh, but I, I give her a, like all the time in the world to yeah, put yeah. the pieces together because she's had a really crap couple of yeah. years across the board. So yeah, like I, I, I didn't think it was a good episode of Dynamite. I would have reviewed it negatively as well. Um, but c- calm down, please. The internet. It. it it's it's one week it's one week yeah there's no need to get so hyperbolic about it so check out our podcast (laughs) is AW's Gold Era Over which is available right now what culture is the same thing come down internet and there's us going it's over that's it it's finished everyone (laughs) I I played no role in that (laughs) I would like it to be let known I will say as well, like, they, yeah, they've had bad shows before. They've had bad runs of shows before. They've recovered every time. Like, they, like if you give AEW credit for one thing, genu- generally, they listen to these kind of criticisms and they make up for it. Mm. It's taken a long time with the women's division, obviously. But, the like, seems like they've finally got something in place to address it, at least. I mean, you can still do more. You can still do two matches on a show. Mm. Never. Yeah. Um, I'd rather we didn't have a pseudo-authority figure in the division either. Yeah, but. that is a little bit weird. And it's like the criticisms over the rules being broken all the time and the referee decisions. Again, they're going at it a little bit of a weird way and having that one show with the three screwy finishes on one show probably wasn't yeah, the way that to was do weird. that. 
Um, but they, again, they're addressing issues that everyone's been talking about online. So like, I give them credit that maybe in time this will all come together. Yeah. And it is just one bad show. Anyone can have one bad show. Your well, favorite TV show is all, all, all of them have probably had a bad show in there somewhere. The knives were out, let's not forget. When we had the dynamite after all the all-out fallout, and people were like, what are they going to bloody do? No elite, no... C- CM Punk, what's going on with the world title? Yeah. And people are just, were just ready and waiting, like, here we go, this is it. They're going to stumble on this, and then we're going to put the <laughs> boot in. And they, they turned it around brilliantly, to, yeah. be, to be fair to them. Companies... They do 104 episodes of TV a year. You've yeah. got to give some, some leeway for maybe the odd one. Sometimes it's bad. not going to be great. <laughs> Sometimes it's not going to be great. What's, yeah. your, what's your thoughts on the whole no-releases policy? Because it's one of those things where me and Andy have said a lot in the news, Throughout this, Let whether it be AEW, whether it be WWE, I, I think we pride ourselves on our consistent with this. Support the workers. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Wrestling's a business at the end of the day. Um, but I think especially in AEW at the minute, you've got obvious disruption backstage. You've got unhappiness and you've seen what it leads to. And it ain't good. Nope. Like they've got the reports today of uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They're going to be out for much oh. longer than we first thought they were going to be. Like this stuff does not lead to good things ever. You might like it in terms of controversy, creates cash kind of things, but it also creates this stinking crappy situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like just having people festering backstage that don't want to be there, I don't think is the right vibe for you to have yeah. in your locker room especially right now when you really need to be addressing these kind of situations backstage. Like, in general, maybe, if you've got, like, a pretty much, like, overall happy happy, uh, atmosphere backstage and it's just the odd person and they're not, like, bringing everyone else down, but when it's these things, you get, like, one person in a room full of happy people and if one person is incredibly grumpy, that's going to kind of infect onto Mm, all of the other happy people. It's just how any office environment works. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's anything to be gained atmosphere-wise from keeping people who yeah. don't want to be there around. I think, like, if someone says, hey, I want to go, they should be able to go. Mm. Independent contractors, all the odds are weighted against them in this this yep. system in wrestling. You know, a company can say on 90 days' notice, and by, if it's WWE, hey, you're gone, but someone can't say, hey, I'm gone in 90... They yeah. can't take that decision themselves. So, yeah, it's weighted against the workers. I think uh, I, I understand... Tony's walls are up. His guard is up at the moment because WWE came for a lot of his talent. They tried to poach people. Some of them asked for the release reportedly. Swerve said, no, speak to my lawyer. (laughs) What a legend. Which which rules. Uh, And a bunch of different stuff has happened. So he probably feels attacked. He probably feels... And Triple H is very aggressive. I think the first few months of his tenure, like one of the first things that happened was he announced a World's Collide show for the same day as the AEW pay-per-view. He's still got a chip on his shoulder. He's got it. He's pissed off. (laughs) What was he just said on Twitter? The war gene or something. He's got the war gene in him. Yeah, he does, man. He's got it more than his bloody father-in-law, it seems. <laughs> He's come in and nothing, made nothing but aggressive moves against this man's show. So I totally understand where Tony has made, the place that he's made this decision from. Um, I just don't see uh, much long-term benefit to pe- keeping people around. Yes, you're handing, you know, potential stars or whatever to the competition, but that's how it should work. That's how it should work in an open wrestling market. So... Yeah, that's exactly where I stand on it. Uh, all that talk when when Triple H come in, we got so many people asking questions and stuff like, do you think they'll collaborate now? It's the opposite. Yep. It's yeah. getting worse and it's going to keep getting worse. It feels as well like it isn't 
a move necessarily made out of business decisions. It feels like a move Tony's making out of spite. Like when you look at the comments he made on that AEW, the All Out press conference, the, the infamous press mm. conference that we're going <laughs> to be talking about, about yeah. forever. That was the show of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he was talking about like, I'm not going to stand for this stuff. Yeah. Any longer, kind Got of, loads of flipping money, me. He he had madness in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he had the yeah. devil on his shoulder in that moment, and I'm th- I genuinely think he's doing it like just out of spite for WWE at this point. So it's I don't think even that's the healthiest attitude to go at it, and not a business attitude to do it either. So. All the same next week, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, it's fun to watch, but it's it not is, yeah. good <laughs> across the been, board. It's not been a dull year, has it, Andy? No, man. It's great for the content. Let yeah, me tell you, yeah. the September we've just had. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Anyway, uh, let us know your thoughts on everything we've just discussed there, though, on Twitter <laughs> at WhatCultureWWE, of course. But not for this. It's now time for a good quiz. Boom. And this week's quiz, well, I'll, I'll, I'll hold my hands up straight away. It's been written by someone else. Ooh. It's Wes, though. So you know Wes uh, does a good quiz. Uh, Wesley. Our, our favorite. What a cop out. Our favorite American <laughs> from Colchester. Uh, he is my Wes, favorite American from Colchester. Wes Burns. It's been a very, very busy week. So I've, I've lent on Wes for another one of his excellent quizzes. But what I also want to say this quiz is also brought Wes to you. Lee. There we go. (laughs) Weston Blake, sir. Please. It's also brought to you by the Mother Vegan. Oh. If you want your name associated with a hashtag. Oh, you mentioned this earlier in the week. I'm excited about it. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Is this the thing that you narrated? Oh, right. (laughs) The Mother Vegan, uh, who left a five star review on iTunes, which you can do so yourself and potentially get your name associated with a really good quiz. The Mother Vegan writes. A five-star show with a minus five Michael Sidgwick. <laughs> so that's in a... Oh. Takes us down to a dud then, doesn't it, if you balance it out? Gosh. No respect for his colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> when he has his little strops and wants to leave when it's WWE reviews, he sticks around. <laughs> he is committed to the cause he just... He might want to leave, but yes. he does stick around. Yeah, he's gets paid you to be here. You can tell Adam is more relaxed and has more fun with the What Culture shows and the new shows. <laughs> I love all of my colleagues, by the way. <laughs> when he doesn't have to tip... T- <laughs> when he doesn't have to tiptoe around Sidgwick wanting his din-dins and his <laughs> nappy change during the WWE reviews. That's Every nice. other show and presenter a great and professional. <laughs> That's rough. That's really, really rough. <laughs> Like the hardest working guy in the yeah. building. <laughs> He's really knowledgeable. Like, yeah. I just go, Sage, what dragon? This is the most. Oh, don't su- ruin his gimmick. Come on. This is like the most successful wrestling podcast in the UK, and he's a third of that. It is funny. Like, we sit here, I drag him in, and like, yeah, he prefers. He doesn't make any secret of the fact he prefers AEW to WWE. And then on the other side of the desk, I've got Hamlet, who prefers WWE to AEW for the most part. That's basically the, the BBC. That's the balance that we have. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. And uh, the funny thing is, I. Drag him in here for an hour and a half on a Tuesday morning and say, "Talk about Raw." And me and Hamlet, as as then I'm when it's the reverse reverse with Cedric. Me and Cedric are poking Hamlet. Me and Hamlet are poking Cedric on the Raw review. And he sat here and it's getting closer to twelve and twelve thirty and one o'clock. And he's just like, "I'm pissed off and I just want some food. <laughs> he just wants his beans, Andy. He just wants he just his wants beans. My boy loves his beans. Beans means Sidge. 
That's how it goes. I just love you should probably, like, if he has, like, a rider or something, you should just get him a little bowl of beans so he can come in and do, do the podcast, have his little bowl of beans, be happy. Like a, like a cowboy eating out of the tin. <laughs> Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You set up the beans before the show. You heat them up. They're sitting there on the desk. And every time he gets a bit carried away, you take one bean out. Oh. So he has an incentive to to enjoy, I, I don't know, to enjoy the 15-minute Nikki ASH match on Raw. Oh, you just put the nice freshly cooked beans on the on the table and then put a fan next to it and then open the door and it wafts the smell down the stairs. Oh, baby. Like a cartoon dog. Like and a flo- in a window. <laughs> Cedric floats up the stairs sniffing <laughs> on the beans. Yes, but in summary, put some respect on Michael Cedric's <laughs> name. Uh, but that did entertain us. Yeah, what, what very entertaining. Uh, so as I said, our lovely, uh, my favourite American cousin from Colchester, Wes, has written this week's quiz, which obviously after this week is all about the New Day. Uh, so question number one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Topical. Thought it could have been about I rabbits. miss a man. I miss E, obviously. Obviously. Um, and, I mean, is there anything that needs to be said about Kofi Kingston? Is they, they're just a lovely bunch they're of lads. Great. Great just boys. Great. Great men. Uh, so, yeah, Wes wrote this quiz a while back, but it's it still works. Um, <laughs> ten uh, questions. How what? a while back is a while back? July 2021. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn Wow. You <laughs> I'm not going to know the answers to any of these. Oh, you've got a good chance. It's ten questions. It's multiple choice. Shout your name. Wait for I don't remember what I had for lunch, mate. What do you... <laughs> Burger King. Uh, there you go. on one side, Cedric on the other, and you just hacking it up in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> just desperately trying to Do get through know? each day without people realising that he shouldn't be here. <laughs> Do you know how many stacks impressions I've had to pull out this week? Okay, yeah, fair. Have Sorry, how many times I've had to, to invite stacks on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm always here. And then of course, stacks, yeah. yeah, yeah had, like had, had to. to. <laughs> Completely necessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was otherwise engaged. All right, question number one. <laughs> Multiple choice, shout your name, wait for me to come to you. Uh, Question number one. At the height of their feud against the Usos, a very popular segment had the New Day battle rap against Jimmy and Jay. But which of these rappers officiated the battle? Andy, it was WWE, so was it Wale? That's what I was going to (laughs) guess. Friend of the channel, Wale. Shout out to Wale, what a boy. Top legend. Did he do, whose theme did he do again? Biggies. Uh, Biggies. Yeah. That's right. Y'all want to go big? That's the one. That's the one. Love me a bit of Wally. He got me some free shoes. He's going to be good in my book. What forever. a good man. What a good man. You're all right. <laughs> you yeah. are all right. Phil didn't own any shoes until then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, during a promotional event, Xavier Woods admitted to sliding into the DMs of which of these then AEW superstars? Is it A, B Priestley? B, Darby Allen, C, Red Velvet, or D, Kenny Omega? Ooh. Oh, man. Phil. That's really tough. I'm going to go with the computer games connection. Computer guy. Kenny. Yay! It was the uh, Street Fighter gimmick thing between the two of them. That must have been a random world's colliding moment. That was a random world's collider. I remember that. I can only imagine Vince. He's doing what? <laughs> With who? Vince doesn't know who Kenny Omega is. Well, that's probably why he called himself Austin Creed, because Vince would be like, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness it's not one of my guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Question number three. All about, I think it's fair to say, we love them all, but our personal favorite of the new day, Biggie. Yeah. Question number three is about Biggie. Biggie was legitimately frightened by AJ Lee for making what false complaint against him as a prank? <laughs> he ripped one of her merchandise shirts because his chest was too big. 
He hurt her ribs when he was pushed into her during a mixed tag match. He cracked her sternum when he accidentally hit her with his forearm during an entrance. Or he ate her unmarked breakfast out of the community <laughs> fridge. Andy, Ooh. was it the forearm sternum one? Because that yeah, legitimately happened. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, he properly whacked her, didn't I he? I vaguely remember something about a story as well. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Sorry you can about see that. It, you watch it and you see it on his face and he's like, oh, like immediately. He's like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> too strong. It's just regret instant. <laughs> too strong and too nice, man. Yeah. Top guy. Top uh, five. 2-1 to Andy. Uh, yeah. Question number four. In an interview in 2019, Kofi Kingston stated that this wrestler was one of, if not his favorite opponent of all time. Was it Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, or Kevin Owens. Oh, wow. When did he say this? 2019. <laughs> 2019. Um, oh. I forgot all the names. Dolph, <laughs> Brian, Brock, Owens. Andy, uh, we won the title from Brian that year, so let's go, yeah, Brian. Yeah, that's what I would have said. No, dear, oh. that's wrong. It's going to be someone lame. What were the other ones Dolph, again? Dolph, Brock, or Kevin Owens? Oh, it's going uh, to be someone lame. There's only one option I'm left gonna here. I'm going to go... Oh, I don't know, you know. I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. Why not? Yay! I knew it. <laughs> I was on the right track. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Brock Lesnar. So. Yeah. <laughs> Lesnar. He's very gentle in the 10 seconds we have <laughs> ring together. Oh, no, he beat him up at the Royal Rumble as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Not so. that bit. That's right. Uh, right, 2-2, two, two, question Good. five. Uh, how many tag team titles has the New Day held at time of writing of this quiz? <laughs> Although I don't think it's changed since this quiz has been written, by the way. Eight, nine, ten, or eleven. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, the, the, um, mm. oh, oh, I don't know. Andy, eleven. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just plucked that one out my ass. Care to? Uh, I mean, for some reason, I had seven in my head, so I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> they have won seven oh. SmackDown tag uh, titles. Oh. Maybe that's where I got that from. <laughs> Andy, you'll like this one. Good. It's about Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Pokemon fan. Who is it we put in Pokemon on the news this morning? Grimace. That's, That's right. Yeah. Grimace. My favorite Pokemon. Gonna go out. You know, the kids going out like with their phones and flicking Pokeballs off their phone or something. <laughs> go out and find a Charmander. Jesus. <laughs> right. Question six. People still do that. I don't know. Fair play. Do what makes you happy. Don't yeah. listen to old guys like me. Question six. Xavier Woods and Rhea Ripley both have this favorite Dragon Ball Z character in common, even dressing like them at WrestleMania. Is it A, Piccolo, B, Goku, C, Trunks, or D, Vegeta? Bill, uh, Goku, because that's the only one I've heard of. No, no. dear, that's wrong. Uh, Piccolo, Trunks, or Vegeta? <laughs> Totoro. <laughs> that wasn't an option. <laughs> Veg vegetable. Yay! Yes. I would have picked as well. Out of those you three. know yeah. all about yeah, this. Yeah, he loves I know it. all about. He loves it. I know all about that. Which one of them was? Uh, he loves a Pokeball Z. Is that? Is Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Pokeball Z. Gen genuine question: Is Dragon Ball Z the over nine thousand one? That that uh, Ronda was wearing many many moons ago at Mania. The one where you do that run no where you idea. stick your hands behind your oh, back. Oh yeah, Naru that's Naruto. <laughs> that's Naruto. That? That's the whole Naruto. Thing. Is what? that not? Is that not Dragon Ball Z? Oh, oh my god! What's Akira? That's Who's Akira? That's what? the guy who rides a motorbike. Ah, 
That that's right, David Hasselhoff with the car. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the guy. Yeah. That's, Dragon that's the key. <laughs> He's from Dragon Ball Z. I told, I told you. Yeah, Come sorry, on. yeah. Why could why would I question Animania. the Dragon Ball Z fan <laughs> yeah. in the office? I love all the animes, man. Pleadies. <laughs> the Y Bird. Uh, Trumpton. Do you think a Y Bird's gonna sue Miller? Probably it should do, but yeah. he doesn't by now. Why? Yeah. Here's why. He's gonna peck his eyes. <laughs> Take that, Simon Miller. I'm Y Bird. Screw you. Uh, question seven. Book it. <laughs> Some wrestling federation in the UK has got a book. One hundred percent. Well, Dave Benson Phillips. He wrestles What's these days, so there's kids TV crossovers. I love DBP, oh, man. Have to book Dave Benson Phillips. I'm gonna get put over the uh, the thing that Miller tweeted today. Actually, whilst I find it, Simon see if there's any money left in the wrestling budget at the end of the month. See if we can get Dave in for a video. <laughs> Simon Miller three one six on Twitter. If you didn't know already, three sixty. Uh, Steve Austin, mate. Sov Pro Sovereign Pro Wrestling. Have yeah. made him a, a new entrance video. Phil, you want to take this? Uh, it's it's incredible. They've done music for everyone apparently. Uh, but his just says "warm and fuzzy in my tum tum" on his Tron <laughs> video. After saying "bald asshole," by <laughs> the way, saying "bald asshole" and him going, "Here's why." So just picture sat there at that show. You have no idea who Simon Miller is. A guy comes out sh- shouting at the Huge. top of his voice, "Why? Here's why!" Slapping his own head, and it said "bald asshole" and then "warm and fuzzy in my tum tum." And the crowd are going, "Who the hell do you the crowd think are going this guy is?" Getting feel. Thrown in the air and like, <laughs> what is going on? Here. Do you know who was in the main event of the first soft pro show competing for the title? Please, I'm on, on so the show, glad you know this. it was the guy that Anthony Gogo on Twitter called the. Can I say it? If yeah, you say it. The shitter <laughs> <laughs> was in the main event. I didn't know uh, that. The hitter Malik. I'm not sure if he won or not, but yeah, Gogo's uh, war with him has popped us many times <laughs> in the office recently. The shitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> The shit. I mean, that's up there with Brit Rhymes with shit. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it rules. It rules. I love yes. a go-go, man. I wish he was on TV more. Push Anthony a go-go, absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, question seven. Six. Uh, that's the six questions gone. That's what definitely <laughs> I was going to say. Four-two to Andy. There we go. Question seven. Uh, what is the name of Xavier Woods' trombone? Is it... Uh, Andy Francesca. Yeah. Remember. I was like, as soon as you said it, it would have remembered, but I couldn't. Yeah, couldn't bring it into my head. Frederica Francesca Flaueresca or Fantessa was going to be the option. Flaueresca. Very good, very good. This was. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a detergent. That uh, during an emotionally charged promo between the New Day and the Usos, you need to get these next three filled to take it to a tie okay, break. I'm definitely going to. And do there that. is a tie break. Oh, hello. Because someone professional's written a quiz for once. <laughs> during an emotionally charged promo between the New Day and the Usos regarding getting a match at WrestleMania. Big E responded saying that the New Day wasn't left on the sidelines because they, what, stormed the field, changed the game, played their role, or made history. And Bill. Ooh. Bill can take this nah, one. I'll let Andy go first, why not? Uh, stormed the field. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, goddamn. Oh, football, in it. I wasn't going to pick that one anyway. Soccer. <laughs> Gridiron. Yeah. Soccer. Ah, uh, don't get me good on, on football. That's my other specialist subject, yeah. isn't it? The San Francisco 69ers. <laughs> the Baltimore Bastards. Yes. The New England Assholes. <laughs> Love them all, man. The Edmonton Oil Guys. <laughs> Florida Gators. That's actually a team. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit a team called the Florida Gators. Well, you eventually stumble into one, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not in the you NFL. Throw a few names together, you'll hit one on the head eventually. Uh, right, final couple of questions. Question nine. Uh, which of these is not the name of one of the New Day's tag team finishers? 
Midnight Hour, Up, Up, Down, Down, Daybreak, or Troubles Ending? Which of them is a not the name of the new one of the New Day's finishers? Midnight Hour, Up, Up, Down, Down, Daybreak, or Troubles Ending? I don't know. Phil, Up, Up, Down, Down, have they actually named a name? No, dear, that's wrong. Andy, Troubles Ending. Yay! There is never trouble in paradise when the New Day are around, this clearly. This is true, because you are in paradise because they are so joyous. Yes. <laughs> Final question, question 10. I'll do the tiebreaker as well, just for fun. Yeah, just for just fun. For fun. Uh, as this whole quiz is, I forgot to say that at the beginning. Uh, question 10. <laughs> Who was the very first up, up, down, down champion? And I need the, the wrestler name. Was it Mikaze, Joey Headrocker, Solus Senpai, or Swagatha Christie? <laughs> <laughs> was it Mikaze? That's uh, Mr. Sasha Banks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There you go. There you go. Well makes, makes gear and stuff, doesn't he? Something like he that. He does, yes. Yeah. Good for Mikazi. Legend. Two Andy for a man who said he's Oh, know yeah. Go. I know everything, boys. <laughs> I'm a but genius. But do you know the tiebreaker? <laughs> Probably not. Can you guess in <laughs> inches the size of Biggie's chest? Oh. oh. All right, what am I? I'm like 36, so he's probably 38. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big-ass chest. I'm a 42 for perspective. I was going to go 52. I'll go 52. All right, I'll go, I'll go 52 and a half. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you that the correct answer is... 50 inches exactly. Oh, that's a big old chest. And that one was for five. That wait, was... no, that was for nine points. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, it Cleedy. <laughs> and it's still 8-7. It was to, uh, to Andy Murray. Uh, but thanks once again to uh, Wes for this week's quiz. And the motherfucking vegan for the entertaining, if inaccurate, Five-star review. You can leave one. Oh, man. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. We have our preferences. You can leave leave one yourself on iTunes and maybe in the future have your name associated with a hashtag bloody good quiz. Congratulations to Andy Murray on winning this week's quiz. Do let us know how you got on it as well on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, of course. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Andy Murray on Twitter at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... Ah. He, mm, heffalump. <laughs> uh, you can follow Phil Chambers on Twitter at... Phil My Chambers, where you can see a lovely picture of Tony Khan hugging the feet. And it is well <laughs> worth checking that one out. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily <laughs> wrestling podcasts. Our previews of uh, SmackDown and AW Rampage are on there right now. And as I said, coming this weekend, our podcast about what needs to happen at Extreme Rules next weekend. But this has been Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Andy Murray. My thanks to Phil Chambers. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.